Howdy, welcome to the Laptop Empires podcast. We got a great episode for you today. This is kind of part three in our not really planned at first four part series about building a team. So, uh, two weeks ago, we talked to you about how to hire a rock star team, what you should do, how you should pay them, how you find them, all that good stuff. Last week, we gave you the behind the scenes look at the LE team and all of the moving parts, the people that work for, you know, Bobby's blog or my agency and contribute to Ellie, the people that actually work for Ellie all over the world doing all kinds of things, full-time, part-time, contractor, hourly. It runs the gamut. Hopefully, we did not forget anybody because it's a lot. Yeah, of I hope not. Um, but, um, so yeah, so today we're bringing it back part three. And uh, I'm just going to pick Bobby's brain about the Millennial Money Man team. It's been through a lot of changes I mean, it, it wasn't a team when you and I started working together, was it? It was just you, right? No, it was literally just me. Yeah. yeah. So in the last, I mean, in under three years, you've built an awesome team um, and it's changed a lot. And uh, so we're going to dig in that today. And the next week we'll, uh, we'll, we'll flip roles and, and Bobby can, can grill me about the agency and that team um, and how that's worked, which is probably a little smaller than the Millennium Money Man team at this point. Yeah, I guess so, man. It's gotten it's starting to get kind of big, you know, it's, um, it, it's not as big as the LE team, but you know, it's, it's definitely grown quite a bit and, and we're going to be growing a lot in the next, I think two years. Um, so yeah, really, I mean, 2018, it was, or no, 2017, it was just me. And it, you know, I, I did okay with it just being me, but it was like, it was hard, you know, I was getting to the point where it was like, I was struggling to put out content and, uh, especially when we threw LE into the mix. Yeah, well, and then 2018, you know, or really when we started working on Ellie, which was really like in November or December of 2017, mm -hmm. that's when I was like, okay, I need, I need help uh, for sure. So um, I brought on my first team member, which was an assistant and just kind of like day to day, you know, helping with emails and things like that, because really that a lot of what I do and a lot of what happens with, with running the blog specifically uh, is that I get I get bogged down with a lot of notifications and emails, you know, whether it's people, readers emailing or people on the Facebook page or people in the Millennial Money Man community on Facebook uh, or Twitter or, you know, whatever. It's like you can spend a whole day just looking at notifications and responding to people and that kind of stuff. So um, I needed help with that, keeping that kind of organized. So that was really like the first piece. Uh, and then Later in the year, it really what happened in 2018, I decided that I wanted to go from less of a solopreneur kind of like lifestyle business to more of a personal finance media company and mm -hmm. just turn Millennial Money Man into an, an affiliate revenue generator. The way that I want to make money with that side is affiliate revenue, uh, sponsorships, uh, you know, with companies and then, uh, you know, course sales and things like that. And, and we sell obviously the Facebook side hustle course through Millennium Money Man, but 
you know, that's, that's really how I wanted to do things and I don't have any products yet. So that's when we get into this and how it all works, it's kind of like half of the LE team. Like we've got like the content team and the affiliate team and all that kind of stuff. Um, but we don't have the info product team. Like we don't have a, a Rachel on the team necessarily right now to like put together landing pages and all that. We don't have products yet. It's something that we've talked about, but we're, you know, just not there yet. So um, I've really treated the last year, probably some of 2018 and the and a lot of 2019, I almost treated it as like a startup um, where it was like me and then I wanted like this team to like do all this stuff. <laughs> so, um, so that's kind of, you know, I, I I'm going to kind of go top to bottom in the organization because I think it's a little bit easier to explain it. But really, at the top, it's me, right? Like, well, um, before you dive, yeah, I was no, I was just going to say before you dive into that, can you talk about like what, like, like for example, like how how often are you posting blog posts? Like just simple so, stuff of like what you're producing. Oh, sure, yeah. So right now we're doing three per week. We are about to ramp that up to five. Uh, and then probably within the next year, I'm going to say year, but maybe six months, we might be putting out as much as like seven to 10, um, just wow. kind of depends. And, uh, so yeah, right now we're kind of in the, we're in a transition period where we're within the next month going to go to five per week. So, so are you with that going to seven to 10, are you going to bring in contributors, like regular contributors, guest content? writing people like like on a team like do you have a vision for that yet yeah it's going to be multiple paid writers you know on the on a writing team and then uh you know we have an editor right now we might actually get to a point where we have two editors you know kind of because mm-hmm. we're going to be putting out that much content so you know that's we we've have that with the blog and then typically i try to get three newsletter emails out per week Sometimes I don't, <laughs> you know, but I try to get, yeah. I try to get three out per week. And then um, we're actually social media right now is kind of on the lowest rung of all of that because we put out social media content. We put out, you know, different articles and memes and uh, gifts and all that kind of stuff just across the various platforms. But that's actually the least important. A lot of that is on autopilot right now. We are currently using smarter Q to just kind of churn that content. Um, mm-hmm. We are going to bring on a social media manager but with where the business is right now, that's kind of the least important thing on my radar. Because you're but, focused right now on just like continued growth and traffic through content and then getting systems in place to monetize the traffic, correct? Yeah, it's basically uh, our strategy is Google first with mm-hmm. also Facebook. So um, we're using Facebook to, to bring people into lead magnets and then um, we're using Google you know, obviously to get the search traffic in. And then the the whole idea behind the site, I mean, you can have like different setups with an affiliate site, but I think one of the strengths for me is that I like email marketing is kind of my thing. So we want to either bring people in at the top of funnel through Google and get them, you know, to convert on some kind of term um, or convert on some kind of affiliate product, or we want them on the email list so that we can eventually get them, you know, we can either sell affiliate products there or sell courses or, or whatever, you know, just kind of get them deeper into the business. So that's kind of like the way that we're set up right now. And then eventually it'll be like info products, I'm sure. But well, and I love that because I've, you've so embraced email marketing and have studied it so much and, and practiced it so much. And I feel like 
email marketing is this huge missed opportunity for so many bloggers. It's tough. Yeah. I, I think a lot of people, for whatever reason, my writing style just has always lended itself well to email. So it was an easy-ish transition for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I also think it's a way that I can make my brand stand out. And there's a lot of different ways to do that. I mean, like some people, you know, like uh, Robert Farrington, I talk about him a lot on the podcast just because he's like, I, I, I look up to him a lot in terms of how he runs his, his blogging business because it's just really good. Uh, everything he does is really good. But he's like really active in like Reddit where he's going in and like doing like Reddit threads and sub threads. And I'm not actually 100% sure how Reddit works, but like he's always doing like he's doing a lot of interaction face-to-face in different mediums um, as like a personal finance expert. Um, But for me, like I don't really enjoy going and doing that kind of stuff. What I like doing is interacting with the email list. And it's like that I can set my brand kind of apart by injecting my personality into it via email marketing. And and I can still sell it like allows me to do a lot of the things that I want to do. And then with the blog content, we can, we can, it's more like how to on the blog, you know, we're answering specific things. We're helping people with specific problems on the blog, but the, the email list is where I can kind of like entertain and get a personal connection with the audience and, and all of that. Cause that stuff's pretty important to me and the millennial money man community, like the Facebook community is big. Um, mm-hmm. I, I really enjoy like seeing people pay off their student loans and, you know, get to get to the next level. So we're, we're really like, we want it to be an affiliate marketing business, but we also want it to be a help people, and make it fun business. <laughs> that right, kind of makes sense. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was just curious, like before you start diving in talking about the team members, I just want to kind of paint a picture of like, okay, this is how much content we're producing. Here's what we're building toward. Here's how we're monetizing that because there's people involved in setting up the affiliate stuff and, and with the paid traffic and, you know, all the different things you do, the graphics and like all of that. And so I just kind of wanted to, Right. See, yeah. kind of like pull back before you start getting the nitty gritty of who all the people are. So hopefully right. that helps. No, that was a good, that was a good idea. Um, so really, so I guess I'm at the top of the, the org chart, but I, you know, I kind of rely on, I have an operations manager, Maddie, and she's my right hand person pretty much. I mean, she, her goal or not goal, her job in the business is pretty much to allow me to do the things that I want to do which is connecting with the audience, doing email marketing, uh, you know, writing, doing things like that, that I enjoy. And then she kind of manages the day-to-day operations of everything else. And so she's really become an important person or a very important person in the business. Um, and she's who I talk to the most during the day, you know, her and I really just like do a lot of the strategizing. And, and so I'd say that like I'm at the top and she's like right under there, but it's like a lot of times the way we operate is like almost like a side by side thing because, mm-hmm she just handles so many things um, in the business and makes, makes it a lot easier. So, um, so under her, the, the first person is my executive assistant, Liz. And um, Liz really like she, I think is one of the only people where we have a Slack channel where it's just me, her and Maddie Um, because the executive assistant position is really important for me to figure out like what I'm going to work on every day. Um, But she also kind of does a lot of the organization of like, you know, this, this person wants to talk to you or this person has this contract that needs to be signed or, you know, this person, you know, there's, she's kind of like the first line of defense in my inbox (laughs) and just, uh, and and so she, her, Maddie and I really like work together a lot to, you know, if somebody comes in through the inbox and they want some kind of project done, or if we're working with like right now, we're working with a bank on a big project. And so it's like, if somebody emails me, 
um, you know, sometimes that needs to go to Maddie instead of me because it's like, she's actually moving the project along, you know? So, so really that's like, you know, it's me, Maddie, and then Liz is right there and kind of the three of us, you know, being kind of the brain of the operations, I guess, <laughs> you know, technically. And, you know, Liz does a lot of stuff for me. You know, she, she came on not that long ago. Uh, she, I think it was it maybe a month even it's, it's been probably a month and a half. Um, she went okay. through a trial period. We, and we do this. I think we talked about this a couple episodes ago on LE. Mm-hmm. Um, she went through a trial period and she did such a good job within the first two weeks of the trial period that everybody involved was kind of just like, do we just want to skip the trial period? Like this is, this is obviously working really well. Right. <laughs> um, so, uh, so it's really cool because she, you know, she has a full-time gig, uh, you know, that she does, but she works in the morning and in the evenings with me um, and puts hours in and all of that. And, it, and it's fun. Like we have a lot of fun and, you know, kind of interacting and she's really cool. So, you know, so she really handles, like I said, the email inbox and my schedule and, you know, meetings she has a lot of questions for me of like, Hey, you know, this person wants this thing and she kind of connects the dots a lot, but she's also, we have started working her into the affiliate uh, marketing side of things as well, because she's like ultra, ultra organized and she does really well with communicating with people. And then also just like keeping like, you know, spreadsheets and stuff like that. Like she's got a skill set that's very task oriented, but like very detail oriented. So she's going to be helping us, create affiliate revenue reports, you know, as, as money comes in from different affiliate merchants and like put all of that together and like analyze things like, you know, earning per click and, you know, how much revenue we just did generally per month, what was the conversion rate, that kind of stuff. So she's kind of getting, we've just started easing her into that and kind of, so she manages not only my inbox, but also we have a partners at Millennial Money Man inbox that is where we communicate with all of the affiliate merchants and, and, you know, sign contracts and, uh, and all that kind of stuff. So she's doing that, that side of everything. So the organization part of it. So then after that, then we get to content, right? So Maddie has been basically running the content. Actually, the biggest reason I brought her in is because, you know, I needed somebody to help with the content calendar, you know, with content going out, especially as we add more writers, uh, we're going to definitely have more, you know, it's going to be harder to get all the moving pieces. So it's like, yeah, we get a, con- a piece of content written, but we also have to monetize it, right? So we've got to get the correct affiliate links in there. Um, we've got to make sure that we're covering the topic correctly. Um, we've got to make sure that it goes through the editing process. So um, what we have right now is Maddie, and then we have uh, Maria, who is my editor. And that's somebody that, that Maddie kind of helped bring on. Great editor. She has a lot of editing experience. And so she um, also has a full-time job. I've got a lot of side hustlers at Millennium Money Man, which is really it's good because it makes it to where the business is like lean as far as like cost, you know, but it also, I get people that are like very high level. Um, and that like they're the really cool thing about this is that I've been able to bring people in that are like working on financial goals. Like they want to pay off their student loans or their side hustling so they can invest more. And it just really like fits well with the direction that we're kind of taking millennial money, man, which is this, right. Uh, and it, you know, I should have said this in the beginning, but we're really trying to take this direction of like the thing I'm most passionate about. The thing I can help people with the most is making more money because that was a big part of my story from like going to a teacher, uh, and like kind of like struggling and like having to really scrape by to pay off student loans to, to making significantly more money now. Um, and I, I really think that, you know, I think that increasing your income is like the, it's not the easiest thing you can do, but it's the fastest way to get there a lot of time. And it's this thing like people, I think people like to throw around the like, 
um, you can't buy happiness, money doesn't make you happy kind of thing, which I agree with. But I think the flip side of that coin that people don't ever talk about is that financial stress is probably one of the biggest stresses people have in life. It's also one of the biggest relationship ruiners that people have. And, you know, like a lot of, I wouldn't, I think I've heard this before, but I wouldn't be surprised if most like ruined marriages, like it starts from disagreements over like financial stress, you know, and that kind of thing. And so I just think like, it's, it's one of those things like you're by doing this, like helping people achieve whatever it is that they want to achieve. Like there's this huge happiness factor, (laughs) like it's big, you know? And so it's like, <laughs> it just made me think of that uh, money can't buy happiness, but I've never seen someone on a jet ski that wasn't smiling. <laughs> <laughs> Except for Jay Z, he's doing that Jay Z. Except for Jay Z, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. But but like n- not even that, but just like the elimination of stress. Like I know, uh, you know, I've told you like we've had so many things in our house break recently. Like we went out of town and we came back, and somebody had driven through our stone mailbox and just destroyed yeah. it and just rubble on the ground and it like cost a lot of money to fix it but it was like okay like we can you know have this kind of financial security to fix that or with everything going on right now so i just think your that mission is so important i think it's cool like you mentioned all the people on the team like yeah. the people that are on your team like they believe in what you're and live what you're teaching and what you're writing about like different aspects of it too and, and whether it's flexibility to be home with family or investing or, you know, replacing their job or, you know, whatever, it's just, it's very, very cool how you've attracted those people that, <laughs> yeah. that share that passion. Yeah. And I mean, like we even have a Slack channel. This is something we talked about as a team. Like, you know, we have a Slack channel where it's just the team talking about their financial goals and like, you know, keeping track oh, of like, cool. Hey, I paid off this much in student loan debt or like, Hey, here's where I am. Or. Um, you know, I saved up and, you know, I'm getting this car or whatever. Like, so it's, it, we're trying to kind of create that culture of like, you know, not only putting out the content, but like we, I want people on the team that are trying to reach those goals and that, you know, get where the reader is because that, that's the biggest thing is like, you know, I don't want this like soulless, like content factory. Like I want to, I want people that get what we're trying to do and how we're trying to help people, you know, so that's, that's been really, it, it has been really cool to have that. So, you know, that's why a lot of the people, you know, one from, you know, keeps it lean, but like, I like having the side hustlers that are, that understand where the reader is. And I think it makes it a better product. So, you know, on the writing team, you know, Maddie's managing, she created the whole content system and how we track everything and how we communicate, you know, team member to team member and all that. And like Asana uh, and Slack and all that Maria is doing the editing. And then Ariel is, is now writing. Ariel used to be my editor but she has now started writing as well. So like you'll find pieces of content on the site that are written by Ariel. And so she's, she's doing a great job with that. And we're going to bring on more writers here in the next couple of weeks. We're actually going to start that interview process or like that process of bringing on additional writers here shortly. So that's cool. And then after that, we also have the, um, the overseas team. We've got um, May and Rachel in the Philippines and what they do is they really like get the, they get the blog post from editing to on the site live with the correct affiliate links in place and just, you know, monetize correctly and just functioning properly and, and scheduled at the right time and all of that. So that whole, you know, that all happens in Asana 
basically just that whole process. And then there's Christopher as well, who's also overseas, who does, he works with us at Laptop Empires too, but he does all of the images for the the site. So all the, you know, like you know, all the things that you see on the Millennial Money Man site, that's him cranking out those images and he's really good at it. So, you know, he's part of that process as well. And then, so that's, that's pretty much like the blog content team. Um, there are a couple of other, uh, you know, I've got the Millennial Money Man community and I've got several admins for the community, but those are, you know, people that are just in the community and they're, they're volunteering, but you know, a lot of them have been there for a very long time. So it's cool. I like have like, uh, I have people that are in the community and like it, that are readers that I have like a good relationship with because they've, you know, been banning people from the group for years. <laughs> you know, it's been a lot of fun to <laughs> manage the group with them. And so like, you know, like they, they're, they're not really on staff necessarily, but like I send them like, you know, gifts at Christmas and stuff like that. Like they're kind of a de facto part of the team. So that's been, that's been really cool. And then the newest addition that I brought on was Larry. I've talked about Larry a lot on the podcast. He obviously helps us over at LE, but Larry had a, he used to run investorjunkie.com. He sold it and then he had a non-compete <laughs> for a long time. Uh, and I was able to get him onto the LE side because Laptop Empires is not a personal finance website. And I knew, you know, we needed help with tracking and there were a lot of things that like I needed to learn as far as tracking and and all of that. And so we brought him in and that was great. Uh, And so July 1st is not, I think it was July 1st, his non-compete ended. So we brought him in to the Millennial Money Man side of things to really kind of guide not only the content, but to guide, I mean, guide the SEO, but really set up like our tracking and all of that stuff. Because that is, you know, just like with info products, with affiliate marketing, you need to be able to to attribute wherever the revenue is coming from. You need to be able to track so that you can do paid traffic profitably. You know, you need to have a lot of those kind of analytics, customer journey stuff set up to where you can kind of see what's effective and what's not. And then also, you know, then eventually we'll get into conversion optimization where, you know, we've got a blog post and it's converting at this clip. You know, how do we get, how do we push that conversion percentage up from 2% to 4%? and double the revenue from that one affiliate merchant. So that's kind of what we're, we're working on right now. So he just set up, it's actually been kind of a couple of crazy weeks, but he just set up a lot of the, uh, uh, the tracking and we have a new system for how we put affiliate affiliate links in and just kind of cutting back on the process of that and like making it faster and more streamlined. And I like just having somebody to talk to that's been there and done that. Like when you have somebody that you can message in Slack that sold their website for $6 million and like has built it, you know, what I want to build, it's cool to be able to like, just be like, Hey, how would you do this? You know? And, and so right, we can do that with, with both businesses and it's been, it's been really cool. So I think, well, it's also cool because like it's been two years now since he sold his site cause he's out of the non-compete. And mm-hmm. during that time, he's still been involved in the community and he still has all the same friends in the same network and he's been watching, you yeah. know, and it's funny <laughs> him talking about like, different sites and like what he's seen and all this kind of stuff. And so it's almost like to make it like a sports analogy, you know, they talk about like when a coach, like an NFL head coach, like he, you know, maybe loses a job and it sits out a season and watches all the game footage and everything. And then comes back the next year. And it's like, they've been studying for a year and how it's such a huge leg up. And I feel like that's almost like Larry, like he's been, he's been out of the game, but he's paying attention. He's got more time to pay attention. And so he's able to like sit there and go like, Hey, there's this market gap and you have this opportunity here. You know, you should consider this. And that's uh very cool. And it's just one of those things like 
it's hard when you reach a certain level to like have people to talk to that get it or that can right. like, Hey, here's the next step because there's just fewer of them. There's, there's not a lot of guys or girls, <laughs> you know, that have sold their sites for millions of dollars. That's a small, that's a very small club to be in. And if you want to build maybe, you know, whether you decide to sell or not, you know, that's not the point. It's if you want to build something that has that value, you know, it's nice to have that person, you know, a keyboard stroke away that you can pick their brain or get their advice. Yeah. I mean, when he first came in, that was, you know, I I don't know if I'm going to sell the site one day or not. I I don't have any plans to do that. I've had, I've had some interest in doing that, but I am at the point right now where I'm like, well, I've got my own team. Most of the the, the reason that most people sell websites is because they either get tired of they running tired. it or it's just super heavily under monetized, which to be honest with you, Millennial Money Man is like extremely under monetized. Uh, part of that's by design because I, I can put, I can slap ads on the website and probably make some pretty good money right now, but I just don't think it's a good user experience. Right. And it's not what I'm trying to build, but you know, I don't feel like a lot of people sell websites because they don't have the team in place. I'm like, well, I've got the team. I've got everything in place to just grow this for, you know, the next several years and into whatever I want. And like, you know, maybe five years down the road, maybe we take a look at that, but it's not even on my radar yet, but it is nice to be able to have that kind of guidance, you know, and you know, like a lot of things, like when we built laptop empires, a lot of things, and this happened in both of our businesses that got kind of tangled up uh, as far as like we were, you know, doing things on Millennial Money Man that were, you know, directly helping laptop empires and all that. But it's like some of the technical stuff got twisted up, like our Thrivecart, you know, account had like a Millennial Money Man email address on it. Things, just little things like that. Um, and so it's been helpful to have Larry to kind of come in and go like, hey, here are the things you need to have separated out just in case if you ever did want to sell this website, like you have to have it kind of existing in a silo just in case, right? And so that's kind of, uh, and it just makes it, easier to run the business if you have it um, set up like that. So, you know, that's been cool. And one of the first things that we did when he came on, was like, we had that conversation of, he basically was like, what do you want the site to be? Um, Cause I've always had this like struggle with like, you know, when I first started out, people are like, Oh, you're kind of like the next Dave Ramsey of personal finance or whatever. And I didn't, I was like, Oh, that's cool. Thanks. But I never really wanted to be that. Like, I don't want to be a personal finance guru. You know, I don't have any real interest in like, selling books and like speaking and, you know, trying to like be this like Messiah of personal finance. I just want to help people and do it in a way that's fun. And so, you know, but I, then it was like, okay, how do I help people? Is it with student loans? Is it with, you know, just investing? Is it with, you know, what is it just being frugal? Like, because my life has changed a whole lot. I used to be super frugal and my whole thing was about student loans, but uh, I've realized, especially with laptop empires, like after seeing people's lives changed by making more money, you know, and, and figuring out like how to side hustle and then how to start investing and, mm-hmm. um, you know, how to use that extra money to pay off their debt or reach their goals. Like, I was like, man, that's what I really like. Like, that's what I, I really enjoy. Like there was a perfect example of that, like Joseph, um, in our group, um, he's a guy that I went and played golf with like a couple months ago. Uh, and he's really good at golf. He, he kicked my ass. <laughs> like I was, it was not even close. Uh, it was embarrassing out there for me. Uh, but we were talking the whole time we were playing golf and he was like, you know, he, he had taken the Facebook side hustle course and he hadn't gotten that first client yet. And he was like, he's a, he's a teacher, you know? And so it was like, I, I totally understood where he was, um, you know, as far as just like a lifestyle thing. And he was like trying to pay off debt and all that. And 
so I just kind of talked him through it and I was like, man, you just got to keep going. And we just, you know, I didn't even really say anything. I think very inspiring at all or anything like that. I was just kind of listening to him and, and telling him I understood where he was. Uh, and then just within the last couple of weeks, he's been posting in the group over at LE and he has eight clients now. Like he's, he found like, you know, he got in with one realtor and like, then it turned into like multiple and he's like, dude, the money is like flowing in and like, he's going to, you know, he's probably going to be able to pay off his student loans a lot faster. And it's like, you know, I didn't realize that. That's yeah. Cool. It's pretty crazy. <laughs> right. And it was funny because it was like, he, I was afraid he was going to stop. Like I, I was afraid he was going to quit. And it was like, just because he found the millennial money, I'm pretty sure he's one of those that came in through millennial money, man, and then found laptop empires. It's like a fairly common thing that we have where people get in the personal finance thing and they see the, um, what we have over at LE, what we offer there. And, you know, he's probably going to be making a hundred grand a year, like being able to work from home and, and, and reach all of his goals and do all the stuff that he wants to do. And I'm like, okay, this is the thing that I, I like the most. Those are the stories that I like the most. And this is what I feel like I can help people with the most. So like when Larry came in, it was like, we just identified, we were already doing pretty well on, on, uh, side hustle type keywords and things like that. And so we're really going to be working on like building, I want to be like the make money guy. You know, for, mm-hmm. I want to be like the side hustle slash make, make extra money guy, whether it's through investing or, you know, jobs online or, or whatever. Um, so we're going to be going really, really hard in that direction. We already have been, and we've already had some success with it, but um, we're going to be like really leaning in. So I'm in a place now, like with the team that I have in place, I, I really enjoy everybody I work with. It's a lot of fun. Like it's a lot of fun. We have a, a really cool culture going on in Millennium Money Man right now. And it's just like with the team and the direction and all of that, like I finally feel like I'm where I'm supposed to be with the business. Like it's, it's what it's supposed to be. And now it's like a matter of just growing it um, yeah. and, and more revenue and that kind of stuff. But I, I'm very happy it, like both with, you know, with how Ellie's going and like Millennium Money Man, like I'm just like in this very like Zen, like, yes, this is it. <laughs> like this, when I started all this stuff, like this is kind of where I wanted to be. I didn't, it didn't exactly like, the path that we took to get to this point didn't really work out the way that I thought it was going to, not in a bad way. It just, I didn't see LE coming at all. Yeah, neither of us did. Yeah. It's, you know, <laughs> but like now I'm in this place where I'm like, man, I've got, I've got the teams, but they're not too big. Uh, it's fun. You know, we're, you know, we're making money, like things are good. And, uh, and it's just, I'm able to stay at home and do what I want to do. And I'm helping people, you know, at, at scale, which I think is really cool. So, you know, that's pretty much it on, on the team, I, you know, I have uh, the same web developers that we actually have over at LE. I've got Chris Klong that kind of, he's on retainer, helps me. Um, Zach has been a big part of, of the millennial money man, just kind of branding and stuff like that. He did the first nice website that I ever had. And then like, we've gone through several variations since so I'm at the one uh, on the one that I'm at now, you know, so that's, I mean, really hopefully I'm not forgetting anybody, but that's pretty much it. It's a smaller team, but it's definitely, and I, I kind of feel like the last episode we talked about, like where the LE team is, like we've got this in place and it's set up for growth. There's not a whole lot more that we need right now at Millennium Money Man to to be like a multi seven figure media company. Uh, there's a couple more pieces that we would need in place, but not a lot, you know. Right. So that we're was going to be like, the thing I was going to ask to close it out is like if there was anything else you felt like you needed, but. <clears throat> the only things that we're going to be adding, uh, it's going to be, like I said, more writers, maybe a second editor. And then we might have, depending on like the amount of work that Liz is doing, you know, one of the things is because a lot of these people are side hustling, like Maddie is really good about like 
checking in with them and making sure that they're not, you know, overdoing themselves or overdoing it and like putting too much time in and getting stressed out and all that kind of stuff. Like she's really good at like kind of the people management side of things. And uh, so we kind of monitor like, you know, how much work is our editor doing? How much work is, is Liz doing? And like, keep up on those things. And so we might add a, a affiliate specific VA if the, if it turns out to be too much work for Liz. Uh, but so far like Liz is a machine. So I don't think that um, I don't think it's going to be an issue. And then uh, a social media manager eventually, you know, at some point I'm, I'm not going to be able to just use my Instagram as like a personal Instagram <laughs> like I do right now, you know, and, and we will need uh, more in the way of just like, you know, Facebook posts and, uh, and all that kind of stuff. But I, I, I think the more that I've gotten into this, I've realized like there's some people that run seven figure blogs or high six figure blogs that they don't even touch social media. Like it's literally just Google traffic and paid traffic. And that's I all feel they do. Like social media, this is totally off topic, but I feel <laughs> like it's like the entrepreneur's trap can be because it's so it's the shiny object you're getting instant feedback and love and those kind of things but it just it doesn't convert as well as say email or your blog or you know different things and uh it's it's so easy to just get lost in it and get stuck in that the the vanity metrics and those kind of things and i'm not saying people don't have success with it people do but more people get bogged down in trying to be everywhere and so I think it's like, you know, that's something you and I are just don't have much social media presence. I know I was getting ready for a podcast interview I got later today and they're like, what are your social media? And I'm like, uh, I don't have social media handles. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it is, I mean, and that's, you know, it does kind of relate back to this because it's like, do you bring on that kind of person or not to manage social media? And it's like, I think that it has value in the beginning, like you said, because it, it can help you in the beginning, like get some traction and get noticed and mm-hmm. things like that. And that's what it did for me on Twitter and Facebook. Like I've got a decent following on some of those platforms. I just don't mm-hmm. put time into them because like, I think Twitter is an echo chamber. Like I think it's a very small amount of people just arguing with each other. Uh, and so I don't get into any of that stuff. And I think Instagram is a cool platform, but I don't see it long-term as like a, a great platform to grow your brand on. Right. You know, I, I, I think Google, really Google and honestly, like paid traffic through Facebook. I mean, we've been talking about this stuff for years, but I think that that's still like, those are still the places to be like, I, and I really feel like grow the email list on Facebook, get people to your lead magnets, get them into automations, and then like get organic traffic coming in from Google. Like that's kind of what I want to do. Like that's the the path right. that I want to take, you know, and just outside of that, like, I just want to interact in the Millennium Money Man community and interact with readers through the email list and like that's where I can I think change the most lives which is really what it kind of comes down to is like how can I help the most people but do it in a way that's enjoyable you know for me <laughs> and it fits my sure. lifestyle and all that kind of stuff so but that's that's and that's, legit, and that's you, know? you know just to kind of wrap this like that's the point of having a team yeah like you you hire a team you don't have to have a team but what a team allows you to do is to sit back and say okay first off how much do I want to work Right. And then second, what do I want to work on? And then you look and you go, okay, in order to earn what I want or have the impact I want or, you know, on reaching the amount of people I want, these items need to happen. And I want to do these ones and I want to don't want to do these ones. Okay. We need to hire somebody to do the ones you don't want to do. And I want to work 
no more than this much. So the things that you do want to do, you go, okay, how much can you do in that time? Do you need somebody to help you to achieve those things in that time? You know, and then, and that's what you do. You create it around you and what you want. And that's why we started, you know, with Ellie, we started bringing these people on. That's why you brought Maddie, right? Like, like I would say, like, if you look at like Maddie for Millennial Money Man is like what Aaron is for you at LE and what Rachel is for me at LE, right? Where it's like, just make this stuff happen for us, you know? And so it's just, it's really important. It's all about designing your life. Like I think, and that's the big, that is, it's funny that I feel like that's the reason that people get into online business, right? It's life design and freedom, right? Freedom of time, freedom of being your own boss, whatever. And then it becomes a money chase until you're almost working harder than you were previously. And then it's trying to, the sooner you can step back and say, Hey, this is what I want my business to look like and build it around your life. Instead of working your life around the business, the early days, you're going to work your life around that business to get there. But the sooner you can put pieces in place to kind of build that design your life, the better. And that's what a team helps you do at the end of the day. So cool. Well, thanks for digging into it, man. Hope you guys enjoyed that. Next week, we'll uh, we'll turn the tables and and we'll talk about my side of things, which is uh, might be a quicker conversation because my team is like went it like grew and then shrunk. <laughs> so uh, we'll see, but it'll be a fun conversation. So yeah, see y'all next week. That's it for today's episode. But before you go, I want to tell you about a couple of ways that Bobby and I can help you grow your online business. The first one, if you haven't actually started an online business yet and are looking for a way to start making money online, you got to check out our number one recommended side hustle, which is creating Facebook ads for other businesses. It pays incredibly well. It's a low time investment and it's incredibly high demand. It's also the quickest way we know how to build a six figure income online. So check it out. We teach you all about it inside of our course. You can find out more about it in the show notes. Now, if you want to start a blog, you should check out our free blogging course. Bobby's put a lot of time into this. In over eight days, we're going to drip feed you with incredible information about how to start and grow your blog. Whether you don't have one yet or you have one and you really want to take it to the next level, this is a great resource for you. Check it out in the show notes. And finally, if you go to youtube.com slash laptop empires, that's our YouTube channel. We put out fantastic content every single week, helping you build, grow an online business. And we really get into the nitty gritty. Sometimes I'm sharing my screen. Sometimes we're teaching you. We have great interviews with other experts that we bring in. And I really think you're going to like it. And then of course, you can listen to all the back episodes of this podcast where we bring in special guests and Bobby and I share all of our knowledge. All you got to do is subscribe to the channel, check out all the old episodes. We really appreciate you listening to the show every week and uh, really looking forward to talking to you again next week. See you then. You've been listening to the Laptop Empires podcast with Mike Yonda and Bobby Hoyt. For more information and the resources mentioned in this episode, go to laptopempires.com forward slash podcast. We out.